Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> I am Sam Nifty Delaney. Sam Coldbody Delaney. Because uh, <laughs> I'm always cold and you're are you, always hot. Are you cold at the moment? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. It's been snowing out today. So we've got extra, extra coldness, yeah. We're very, very light dusting, which I reckon will be gone in about an hour and a half. It seems to I went out for a run then. yesterday and it was cold, but it wasn't snowing. And when I came back, I was so happy with myself because the top of my running hat... Where's my running hat? To keep my bald head warm when I'm running. It was it was covered in a layer of right, white frost. Did you know that 70% of body heat is emitted <laughs> through the top of the head? That's why I need my running hat. It's very dangerous. All the heat could leave my body and I would die. I could get hypothermia. I would and die on my five-kilometre run. <laughs> <laughs> run. Oh, I'm so embarrassed now. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I do have a running hat and it was covered in frost, so I felt quite rocky for. Yeah, when I was out running, I saw this old, old geezer who lives down my street. And he's he's one of the lads down my street who I always give a little hello to, but I've yeah. never had a had a major stop and chat. But over the years, I know yeah. him. I see him out walking in the morning with his uh, often in the pre-COVID years, he'd have his shopping trolley thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I'd just drop kids. Okay, morning, mate. Okay, morning. Yeah, of course, tartan, mate. <laughs> Can you get non-tartan tartan ones? Yeah, I mean, this bloke's not playing games, right? And uh, but yesterday, I came up on a run, and the streets were pretty desolate because it feels like my around my area, at least, people are sort of observing it. Mm. I've noticed in my area, the posher people are the ones who observe it least because I live I in think, an educated area. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that like in in there's a, there's a mix mm. in my area, and I've noticed this generally is that what you'll find is the posher people. Mm. will be freaking out about it more and lecturing people more on social media, right? Oh, right, yeah. But very often they don't think it applies to them because, <laughs> I don't know, maybe because they've got degrees or money and they think yeah. that they're therefore immune to it. So the I see a lot of yeah. sort of barber-wearing dog walkers walking around without masks or anything like that. Mm. And you sort of think, you're not immune, but they do think they're immune. I and they so. still have their cleaners round, right? Because they well, I mean, they got to come round, haven't they? I mean, well, fucking hell, I'm not about to start cleaning the house myself. I'm, I mean, I know it's a national crisis, but let's not let's keep things in perspective. I'm not going to do my own hoovering. <laughs> but what they might die by having to come over? Yes, but yes, but yes, you know, what are they going to do for money? One. 
I could always I get, get another, another one. one. And, and, and in many ways, it's a charitable act because, of course, I could do my own hoovering. I do it mostly to pay these people money because if not, they would have no money. It's it's almost nature in full effect. It's a kind of survival of the fittest, law of the yes. jungle kind of scenario. If my cleaner yeah. isn't clean enough to keep themselves germ-free, well, there you go. What kind of cleaner is that, really? Maybe I've, I need a new one, a better one. Uh, I've heard of... Uh, I have. I think that there are people who lie about having COVID because it. they think it's cool. <laughs> COVID liars. I'm, I'm not that, joking. There's, no, that's an interesting idea. I've not Here come across that yet. Here is a post that I read on social media recently from a person who I who was of the ilk we are mocking here, right? Yeah. Let, let, let's say a, a sort of quite entitled and blinkered white privilege type of person. Yeah. And they were writing a, a long post about how for them, and them in particular... COVID had been a living hell, right? Um, apparently their spouse had had it for like months and months and um, it was really hard because they'd stopped being paid a few months into it. So now all they had was their immense nest egg to live on and, <laughs> and of course, the person's income as well because they were and dual the, income. So they've gone from... the nest egg, that's not what it's for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they've got like, well, precisely. Yeah. And it's like, it's like they've got the nest egg. Plus they did have two really large incomes and now they've just got one. <laughs> oh, and shit. it's really tough. And I'm reading it and I'm thinking, well, I'm torn between on the one hand, I'm, you know, sympathetic for anyone who has gone through COVID. I mean, it's it's awful. And I, I mean that, of course, it makes no difference. So, you know, fucking Prince Charles had it. I didn't not mm. feel sorry for Prince Charles. Any cunt who said I feel sorry for them, right? Um, but I thought, on the other hand, they're quite blinkered because they think it's sort of almost like they don't realise that, you know, yeah, you've got it, but fuck me, you have got a, like a million advantages over, you know, you've got the same virus as some poverty-stricken, like, family in a fucking favela in Sao Paulo have got. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, like... Try and get it in perspective, because that's the only way you'll keep your sanity intact. You know, for your own sake, look at it that yeah. way. Um, but anyway, so I'm sort of torn. I'm I'm trying to have a word with myself. You know, I'm always trying to have a word with myself about judgmentalism, you know. And mm. I'm thinking, mm, yeah, sort of really annoying the tone of this post. But at the same time, you know, it must be tough. But then, quite a long way into a long post, and what makes it... And the other thing is everyone's sort of really angry with the government. Now, you, know, you and I and most people with any sense are angry with the government about all sorts of things. But I do <laughs> but I do think that, like, and I'm not saying for a moment that the government have handled the COVID crisis well. They haven't. But at the same time, it's really funny when people are going, I am. It's There's a massive entitlement that you've often talked about the way in which people are entitled about their Amazon deliveries. Where's my delivery? I want it now. And there are certain people living a life of relative luxury going, why haven't the government been to my house and given me all the medicines that I need? I am furious with them. This government are useless. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, the government are useless, but that's not really the main example you could use. The fact that amidst the completely unpredictable, massive pandemic, that you... 
a a privileged person living in a western city <laughs> have not yet been given or often it's not just like I haven't been given the cure why can't I have the cure right it's also just like <laughs> why haven't I been informed why haven't I been given the information the communication is useless I demand to be given why hasn't a doctor been to explain this to me why hasn't Matt Hancock the secretary say they have been on the phone to me does he not know I'm rather important it's like listen right fucking deal with it Right, because there are a million and one people ahead of you in the fucking queue, so be a grown-up. Anyway, blah, 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 I'm ranting too much. I'm being very unfair, but I'm just getting some stuff off my chest. And if this podcast isn't for that, then what's it for? That's what but it's listen, for. Yeah. This is the bit that's funny. Is I'm thinking all these thoughts and going through it all, <laughs> and then people go, and what's more, what is really infuriated is that my wife has had the test for antibodies twice. And... um. And and doesn't have them. The tests have, have failed to identify the COVID. And then it's written, <laughs> but it's definitely COVID, right? And I'm thinking, <laughs> what? He made me read this whole fucking post and only towards the end said, she actually has been tested and she tested negative. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you've decided definitely fucking COVID. And then I think, I think it's like, what I think is it's, this is as much a mental health crisis as everything. And oh, there are totally, people yeah. who are living in some sort of like, uh, understandably, you know, it's a, a very stressful, this situation for mm. everyone, regardless of your background. It makes no difference whether you've got money in the bank or not, right? It's fucking stressful and confusing. But I think one of the, one of the side effects is that people have just fucking started thinking, fucking hell, I've got COVID. And then, like, <laughs> despite all evidence to the contrary, they insist they have. And, um, and that's a shame, you know. Um, COVID, but, you know, I, I that, that is one example I'm giving you that's quite extreme. Yeah. But there are quite a lot of people. Yeah. Like, in the summer, when people got a little bit more loose about restrictions, there was a couple of people I know, and I'm like, they were not socially distancing sufficiently. Like they were staying mm. with other people, sometimes elderly people. And I went, uh, sure, that's all right. You know, well, what are you talking about? Well, COVID. Because in the summer, some people started acting like COVID was a distant oh, memory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're not supposed to. I go, oh, don't worry about that. I've had it. And I go, oh, okay. Oh, you've had it. Yeah, yeah, I've had it. So I can't pass it on. Because I've got the antibodies. Oh, right. So I don't need to worry about that. I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You can't pass it on. Good. You could get it a second time. And you go, yeah, I know, but probably not. And anyway, that's on me. The, the important <laughs> thing is probably not. I can't, I can't <clears throat> pass it on. So it's fine for me to hang around with vulnerable elderly people, right? <laughs> and I'm like, right. I accepted that. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. Months go by. Suddenly, I've heard from the same people, bad news. We've got COVID. Got the COVID again. Right. But not again. So someone, no, I don't think it's me, has suddenly gone, oh, I thought you'd already had it. Nah, I must have been wrong. Didn't you ever get tested? No, I didn't get tested. Just assumed it was COVID. Right. So you assumed you had COVID. You never got tested. But based and on then. your assumption, <laughs> you then thought it was okay to hang around with elderly, vulnerable people who would die if they got COVID. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's fucking weird, isn't it? Well, there's a lot of process, isn't there? I think I've probably had COVID. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had it tested, but what's the point? The NHS is under enough stress already. Best I just diagnose myself because I had that sore throat and then just hang around like a game of Russian roulette with people who would die if if I passed COVID on to them. Well, I mean, that was the summer. It was a wild time. The pubs were open and everything. You know, everyone's guard was down. I think those people going to the pub, I mean, that's one thing. But hanging around, it was just the assumption, basically, I guess the central point I'm making, and I apologise to it, listen, I I don't really have the right to comment on any of this because I haven't had it, right? I'm Mm. I'm lucky. But I also understand that if I did get it, I I don't believe that I should be a high priority on anyone's fucking list if I get mm. it right. Are you, it's are, like, are, you, are you are you shuffling? I'm a shuffling some top trumps here. I'm shuffling top trumps. Right. Okay. Just to occupy myself. In case you can um, hear that on the, uh, on the so on the, ignore the ignore. Yes, yeah, a bit of background atmosphere. Mate. It's a football podcast, so I'm shuffling these so top shuffling. trumps are world are world football stars. So that's going to provide some kind of evocative football type atmosphere for the listeners while they're listening to this football Pick podcast. Pick a card, mate. Pick a top. Uh, third one from the left. This one. Yeah. Okay, you have got oh, you, a good one. <laughs> this is the current um, Ballon d'Or owner. Do you know who is that, that is? Is it Mbappe? You don't know who the current Ballon d'Or is. Is it Mbappe? No, it is Robert Lewandowski. Oh, yeah, of course. Of Big Poland. Lad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to know any of his top Trump ratings? Not really. No, okay. The point is, um, is that people shouldn't be diagnosing themselves with COVID. No, as, And then true. especially not diagnosing themselves with it and then really moaning on about it and making entitled demands of all of the overstressed authorities. I don't like Boris Johnson or Matt Hancock or any of those dickheads, but I love the kind of, for goodness sake, it was fine when I heard about the poor people and the ethics having it, but now even <laughs> I have it. Why haven't the government caught up with this yet? <laughs> but I think you're right what you're saying about the whole mental health aspect of it because I think the mental health aspect almost outweighs 
the the physical thing among everybody because yeah. there's yeah. people who haven't got this who probably won't get this aren't going to be that mm. affected by it but they they've all gone wrong in the nut yeah of you've course. got the covid I mean, deniers I, I, are, the, are the most yeah. um active group but everyone's feeling it it's extreme you know I mean? it, it there are the extremes like covid deniers or like i say hypochondriac type people who might not have traditionally been hypochondriacs but now have decided fuck i've definitely got covid despite all evidence to the contrary right again I see that from a mental health point of view. So although I'm being a cunt and laughing, uh, you know, I can see it's a mental health issue. But also on low levels, I think everyone to one degree or another totally. has got it. Even if you look at, I, you know, indirectly. Like I like like to think that I've been lucky enough to sort of avoid direct mental health issues surrounding COVID. Like, you know, despite the fact that I'm someone who is quite prone to mad, irrational anxieties at, at times, I'm, I've not, I've managed to get through this crisis without fucking letting the the spectre of COVID terrify me unduly. But in other ways, the fact that you haven't been able to go out, the fact that you've been confined to your home, the mm. fact that you have not been able to socialise. Obviously, I don't socialise really anyway. But you know, I like to know that the op- that the possibilities <laughs> there if I chose to do it. You know, that's like a. That that's the secondary effect because that obviously will have an effect on your mental health because you're like you're a caged animal. You've got people worried about their income, worried about their future careers, their jobs. You've got kids who are doing A levels or at uni. They haven't got a clue what's going to happen. Kids, young people in particular. I just think you know you and I just as our examples. We're like we're almost like you know in 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 almost every way we've. We, we're better off than, than most people, not least because, like, this is one of the ways we make a living. Yeah. You know, and... Sitting we can, in our houses talking shit. Is, exactly. So we're very lucky and we appreciate all the support that our listeners have given us for that. So we haven't had that anxiety, which I know loads of people have had, but also we're at an age where we do not require... We are, we are of an age <clears throat> and both share a just-dressed worldview that doesn't necessarily require <laughs> much beyond just sitting at home Stimulation of any kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doesn't really require the outdoors to a huge extent, <laughs> or other humans. But the young people, I mean, that's that is a real tragedy, because mm. you know it's not just the education and the uncertainty. Like a lot of them graduated. I got um, a nephew who graduated this year, and and luckily he did manage to get a job. He got it just over. I think the day before Christmas he got it confirmed. So I was <clears> delighted <throat> for him. But you know. The people just fucking graduating into a world where there aren't jobs and they don't know when there's going to be them. They can't. There's not even an application or an interview process in yeah. place. It's just the complete uncertainty. Any, there's no pens to fill the forms in with. There's nothing. No fucking pens. The pens, pens are gone. Yeah. Government and the minister for pens fucked that right up because he gave the contract to his mate <laughs> who'd never actually worked in pens before. Never seen a but pen. Had, but had run a marmalade importing business yeah. in Japan. Yeah, now he's in charge of pens. Oh, and fuck. he said, well, business is business. Pens, yeah, pens in Britain, marmalade yeah. in Japan. It's all the fucking same. You just it's need a just, grasp. It's all just units. It's just is units. It? And they <laughs> fucked it up. They completely fucked it up. He tried to make pens out of um, dried <laughs> orange peel. And it just, it Collapsed. was a disaster. You're listening to Andy Dawson and Sam Delaney, the hardest working cunts in podcasting. 
you mentioned yourself having a little word with yourself mm. now and again. Is there a is yeah. there a mini Sam that sits on your shoulder and has this word with you? Yeah, there is. Is there a puppet? Yeah. So you, puppet. you do, do you put mm. the puppet on your shoulder and control it, and then has he got a voice? Howdy ha! It's me, little Sam. I hear you've been talking. You've been thinking bad thoughts about other people's lives again. That's right. I have, little Sam. There's nothing to be gained in doing that. There, but for the grace of God, you could walk that path one day. I know, but I can't help it. There's people going around saying they've got COVID when they say they've even had negative tests. There's all these posh cunts fucking complaining about their own plight when they're not thinking about their fucking Sainsbury's delivery people. This is all about you again, isn't it, Sam? Because you're not posh. And you wish you were. <laughs> no, it ain't that little Sam. It's just that sometimes I can get so angry. I don't know where the real anger's coming from. People's lives are complex things. You can never judge them until you've walked a mile in their shoes, Sam. Try to reserve your judgment. Whenever you're tempted to feel hate or bitterness, try to embrace love. Remember what the old Archbishop said to you. Don't fear, love. <laughs> You're right, little Sam. <laughs> Thanks for visiting me. Goodbye now. TTFN, dickhead. I love you. I love you too, little Sam. Red Hot Contents. Uh, it was at this point in the episode that we sadly had a technical fuck-up and the rest of it was ruined. So uh, that's the end of this slightly shorter episode. Uh, so apologies for that. We'll be back after the weekend with more. Uh, goodbye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,